Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, here comes the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy, Joe. What's up, everyone? And to my other, other right, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, coming straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X-Man Flores. As Nightcrawler would say, my God in himmel! Mine got the X-Man always coming with the quotes, the X-Quotes. I should probably look up with it and see what that means. <laughs> you know, I actually tried because Nightcrawler is my favorite X-Man. And right. You know, yeah, I looked it up. And I, I, think, I'm pretty, I think it's my God in heaven, I think. Uh, yeah, it didn't translate to anything, but <laughs> yeah. That's the good old days. I don't even think we had Google back then when I looked it up. So, you know, nope. we probably didn't. Yeah. We, well, gentlemen, we what did you do nerdy this weekend, X-Man? Oh, this weekend, my wife was on vacation, right? So we did a couple things. We went and saw some of the fam. We drove down to the glory old land of Hemet, you know, but it was pretty nice because I finally got to pick up my books, man. I had probably about a small box of worth of books to pick up. So I got me a new X-Men small box, which is very nice. So by the way, Diggers Comics and Collectible, him at California, check it out. Um, then after that, we went down to Oceanside to see my father-in-law. Um, it was pretty cool. We had, we had some lunch down there. You know, we just drove down, had some lunch, came back, got right back because uh, had to be back in time for karate. And uh, the very next day was Earth Day. And on Earth Day, I don't know if you gentlemen know, but all public transit was free. So we took advantage of that. We drove down to Irvine. We hopped on a Metrolink train and we rode it all the way into an Oceanside. Yes, we were in Oceanside again, two days in a row. And I didn't even see Joe, my bad. But we, uh, we had some dinner <laughs> with my daughter. <laughs> it was nice, I haven't seen my daughter in a little bit and her and her boyfriend, my daughter Victoria and her boyfriend Ben. Uh, after that, you know, we, <laughs> okay, sorry about that. My wife didn't, check okay she was in charge of the scheduling right and you know i'm pretty lazy so i left it up to her she checked the schedule to get us out there which is fine and we assumed that we could get back and by the time we got to the train station she realized oh look at that there's no train back in time so she goes well the kids are so excited you go in and take them on the train i'll drive to oceanside and we'll meet up and we'll have dinner and then we'll just drive home together and i'm like you sure i'll, I'll do it i'll no she goes no 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 i used to ride the train to work all the time you go in and take it they'll have a good time with you and, and it was nice. You know, we drove right down the coast, got to see all the waves, got to see, you know, the uh, nuclear power plant that looks really interesting. And uh, then we got the Oceanside. It was pretty nice. The, the Dolly Parton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone growing up in Oceanside that, or anywhere on the coast knows those Santa Fe nuclear power plants and mm -hmm. uh, what they're known for. Yes, sir. 
That's pretty cool. That sounds like a pretty exciting weekend. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything about the public transit for you know for Earth Day, but at least you got to hang out in Oceanside for a little bit, so that's cool. Yeah. Joe, what was your nerdy excitement for the weekend? Well, we were like in San Diego for San Diego. What was it called? Conflict Con? I can't remember the name of it. Oh. <laughs> San Diego Comic Fest. Oh, Comic Fest? Why is it Conflict? Yeah. yeah, so we, we, we were there. So even though like you was in Oceanside, I wasn't in Oceanside. Uh, yeah. We were in San Diego, Main Island. It was pretty cool. It was very small. Yeah, it, it was very reminiscent of the older comic book conventions. And I don't yeah. mean that in a negative way as far as mm -hmm. like, oh, it was it was uneventful or not fun mm -hmm. or anything like that. It just more of they did a very, very uh, focused decision and like the vendors that they had and the guests that they had where they wanted to make sure it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, just the hot up and coming artists for Marvel or or, oh, buy your variant covers of all your comic mm -hmm. books. There was none of that. Nice. What they had for their um, like for their vendors were people who were dealing with like nostalgic stuff stuff that was yeah. hard to find uh there was this one dude who was trying to sell an incredible hulk statue for 135 and i was gonna buy it but then i checked on ebay and it was going for 49 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it was it was a very cool convention i liked it uh not going to talk too much joe what, what uh who were some of the small press people that you remember at least their comic um, books and stuff. I remember Marcus. Yeah, Marcus and, Newsom. Um, yeah, which we're going to get uh, on our show, talk about his comic. He's got a movie coming out, too. Yeah. So look, we're looking forward to that. Uh, the only problem that I had with that dude, and I'm going to say it, man. Dude's just trying to be like the nice guy, but, you know, I'm the bad guy. Freaking Peter David, bro. This dude was whack, Alfie. Let me tell you why this guy is whack, bro. So, like... Of course, you know, they have, you know, comics that there's something that Peter David, you know, had written and stuff like that. Mm. Dude was sitting there and Alan's like, hey, yo, do you mind if we could take a picture with you? He's like, yeah, sure. And he goes like this, Alf. He puts his head down and starts looking at his phone. And now we were thinking like, okay, maybe he's answering the text. He's staying there. Then he looks up real quick and sees that we haven't taken a picture, looks right back down again. What? And I'm just like, you know what, dude? I was thinking about buying a paperback because, you know, Peter David, I, Alan knows I love Peter David's writing. Right, right. One right. of the reasons why I like the X Factor and freaking, mm -hmm. um, and I started reading Incredible Hulk because Alan was like, yo, this guy, Peter David's really good. And I was thinking about buying the trade, trade paperback and have him sign it because mm -hmm. I remember me and Alan had him sign a few things before, but like I had said before, like a lot of my comments got burnt. And I think a lot the ones that I had him sign were already burnt. But just the fact that, you know, I was thinking about buying something for you, bro, but then I found out you was a real douche. Dang, dude. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah. So I, I'm going to give it a little bit of a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Though I do agree with Joe, I think as an artist, uh, you're, you're constantly having people come up to you and ask you for stuff. And, uh, you know, I think that perhaps Peter David, had been approached so many times that at the end of the day, he just, he needed a break for a second. Yeah. But there was nobody, nobody I, there. Else. There was nobody there. There was actually someone there in front of us who had a very okay. lengthy conversation. One person, Alfie. And then we walked around a few times because it's small and he was sitting there by himself. 
so what I was going to say in conjunction with what Joe said is, you know, as artists, I feel like, you know, Alfonso is just a genius uh, when it comes to his comedic delivery, uh, whether it be in conversation or whether it be with his memes. And, you know, clearly Joe has like an understanding with TikTok and, and you know, the stuff that he posts. It, it definitely resonates with people. Right. And I feel as artists, you guys are always going to be at a point, no matter whether you blow up and you're making TV commercials and people are shining, signing you guys up for shoe deals and stuff like that, <laughs> you're going to stay humble and appreciate the people who helped you be successful. Exactly. And I, and I feel like what Peter David demonstrated at that moment was just a lack of understanding that, hey, when, when we were kids, when we were 16, 18, 13, whatever, mm -hmm. and, we, and we picked up your Incredible Hulk comic books, that made our day. Right. Like, mm -hmm. like Joe said, I was so hyped up. I was like, dude, you have to get this guy's comic book. And maybe because he looked at us like, oh, these guys don't know anything about comics or whatever. We didn't look like your average nerd. You know, right. we weren't drooling when we rolled up on him. Right. You know, maybe he maybe he thought that we were just trying to take a picture of a random guy. But you know what, Peter David, don't assume and mm -hmm. ne never get bigger than your fans. Yeah, right. Uh, so was I as upset as as Joe? Uh, seldom am, but <laughs> I have to say that my interaction was very disappointing with Peter David, and, and I hope whatever degree of success mm -hmm. I have, whatever degree of, of success we have, yeah. I take that moment and I remember how disappointed we were with someone mm -hmm. who we for new for many years have always yeah. respected as an artist and he lost our respect that day yeah right. well dude look at this dude he it was in the time where artists were the ones that were blowing up everywhere everybody right. was getting a comic because of an artist right we were getting a comic because of his writing Right. And someone that's good at writing and detail and feelings and creating characters, you think he'd be better like that in his real life? Exactly. He is just going to be a story. Because when we freaking <laughs> blow up and people take pictures of us and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you take a picture. Oh, I'm going to tell them about that Peter David story. <laughs> you know, that, that's one thing I appreciate the most about Kevin Smith. No matter what, he is super gracious to all of his audience. Every possible chance he gets, he's there to smile, shake your hand, take a picture with you, whatever you want to do, you know. He, he is somebody who exemplifies, you know, I was a nerd once. I was once on the other side of this. And now I'm blessed enough to be on this side of it. I'm going to take mm -hmm. care of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. now, now, in contrast, you know, I think the first artist we talked to was uh, Marcus Newsom, the guy who's yeah. writing. I, I got his comic book right here. I'm going to mm -hmm. drop it on the screen. Nice. Lightning Strikes. Okay, this dude, uh, basically, he wanted to take his life story. Mm -hmm. and combine it with a comic book like sort of a superhero fill and, and just the excitement that he had telling us like his idea for a comic book right uh, made me say like well let me get all four issues you know nice uh and, and of course joe jumped in and he's like hey you know let's let's see what we can do to have you on our show right yeah. that's that's the sort of thing that makes me excited like remember when we mm -hmm. met larry houston oh yeah oh yeah wow look yeah. at the contrast between larry houston and peter david Right. You know, yeah. he just he stood there and he took pictures with us. He didn't right. put a tip jar in front of his in front of his table like Peter <laughs> David did. You know, I forgot about that tip jar, man. Seriously, like, uh, oh my what god, are you, what are you, what Peter? Are you gonna make me a drink in the back? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna play in that piano in the hotel. You're gonna start playing that. Here you go, sir. This is to ensure promptness. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it's just a completely different experience. And I love people that love their product and love their craft mm-hmm. and love the people mm-hmm. who love their craft. And they're just such yeah, a contrast, sure. you know, whether it be someone younger, just starting like Marcus Newsom, or whether it be like a Larry Houston, that's the sort of person I want to be around in the nerd yeah. community and the comic book yeah. industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I heard Larry Houston was supposed to be there. Uh, uh, I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see him. He stands out. Mm-hmm. I would have seen him. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's definitely going to be at Comic-Con Revolution. Okay. And I believe there's another comic book show coming up in Pasadena, which oh. is like a Robo, Robo Toy Show where there's a G.I. Joe festival. He's going to be at those too. So, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of opportunities to see Mr. Larry Houston. Yeah, Larry, I gotta Larry Houston's dope. Yeah, he's, he's so great. But uh, speaking of Pasadena, one time uh, back in the 90s, there was this little comic book convention in Pasadena, right? And it was it was fairly big, but it wasn't you know by any standards like a WonderCon at least you know. Uh, me and me and my boys went, and it was great, you know. And it was before people were like you know selling everything so much. You know, they were selling their stuff, but everybody had something free to give, right? So I'm just collecting things left and right, like woohoo! And uh, that was the first time I met Joe Casada, right? And this is before Joe Casada cool. was Joe Casada, right? And I'm like, oh man, this poster he had just been setting up, right? He got there late. He's setting up a stack of posters like this. And I'm like, whoa, you know, are these free? And I mean, maybe I should have said how much rather than are these free. But he's like, no, those are $20. And I'm like, all right. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) And and that really surprised me. I mean, I've heard a lot about good stuff about him, but maybe he's grown over the years and realized, you know, where, where he should be and, you know, how he should be with his fans. But at that point, you know, he's you know, nineties, he's probably too big for his britches at the time, you know. He had Ash, you know. <laughs> What's that called? Ash was a firefighter. It, you know, yeah, cool I remember that. Of course I had it, but you know. But did I did that get comic the, book, huh? Did that comic book ever go beyond issue one? Mm, I think there was like there might have been like, oh wait, I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> But I did get a few of his autographs. I had a stack of books there. I think I ended up buying the post from him. I just didn't like his attitude. I didn't appreciate that, right? But yeah. uh, you know that that one uh, first issue, that uh, X-Factor issue that had Random in it, this first time you see Random, he's like mm-hmm. pointing his gun at it like this. Yeah. And he signed right in the center of the barrel, his cue. I'm like, yeah. oh, dude, that was so yeah. perfect. It was, awesome. it was. I remember that issue. That was one of the yeah. ones that got burned. Oh, man. You got to tell me about, about this fire sometime, Joe. That breaks my heart, man. It was like, um, so they had like this little garage and I had I had it in um, kind of like a little, like in boxes. Mm-hmm. And so somehow, I don't know if the owners did it, like of the of the condos or whatever, but mm-hmm. the whole garage side, I think there was like eight of them all got burnt down. And so like I had some stuff in there. Yeah. I was able to savage. Like I got I, like... I told Dukes one of the ones that I'm glad didn't get burned was the first appearance of Deadpool. Okay. So that that was, you know, like I, I can't so like when I get upset, I just remember, oh yeah, at least I have that one. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff got burned. Cause you know, like I'm looking at issues, I'm like, I like when me and I don't be walking in Frankenstein's, I'm like, I had that issue. I, I remember that issue. I remember reading that one. Right. So I'm I'm thinking about getting like all the old ones, like maybe a first prince of like random bishop, um, long shot you know stuff what? like I, that, and you can get them at Franks and Sons. They they have them. Like you know posted. what? 
I was going through my stuff the other day, and I have a few dupes of some key X-Men issues that I might have to throw your way. Oh, tell me when to go. You will not be disappointed. Oh, I won't be. <laughs> yeah, tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to start a yeah. GoFundMe. Help <laughs> <laughs> Joe get his comic books back. We can, we can all sing a sad song like Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> and we can have Joe looking in the screen. <laughs> uh, Things we lost yeah. in the fire. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, that was pretty much my nerdy weekend. Overall, I enjoyed SD Comic Fest because I got to talk to uh, small press guys who were just starting off their comic books. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. They have that, yep. that excitement, that passion like we do. You know, mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, it's always dope. I mean, that's that's one thing we look forward to is to talk about artists, you know, or writers. Let's talk about Doctor Strange trailers and Doctor Strange theories. <laughs> uh, mm. It's going to be on you guys today because I avoid theories <clears throat> and I avoid trailers. If there's a new Doctor Strange trailer out that came out, I don't know about it. I watched the one. Okay, I got I got one bit of information for you. All right, so they. I think it's screen X where you've got one big screen and then you got two yeah. screens on the side. So it gives you a lot more of the picture. Yeah. So the, yeah, the scene where professor X rolls up and he's like, you know, what do you say? I think, I think we should tell him the truth, you know, whatever um, they, you see a little bit more of the side of his head, which is so you can see it's one big bald head, professor X. You also see more of the chair that he's sitting in, which seems to be that yellow hover chair that he's always in. Yep. So, oh, so they're mm -hmm. talking. To, I, I've heard so many rumors about like this is going to be the X Men animated mm -hmm. um, Professor X. I mean, he may not be animated. He may be, you know, may you know, just be live action. But you know, if you think about it, Disney has no, you know, real new X Men stuff that they're promoting other than X Men '97, right? Mm -hmm. So why not bring something that you can roll into that? Well, if you remember from the first trailer, you remember they had that little anime. Or cartoonish kind of scene, and uh, that was the first time people started talking about X Men '97 because there was that scene in there, and so that's uh, you know that's what they were saying about that. So are they going to have a cartoon Xavier just sitting there in his chair, like Scott, to me, my X Men, <laughs> <laughs> meet me at the monorail? <laughs> <laughs> it was something she actually said in the show. And like there are t-shirts right now that says, beat me at the monorail. <laughs> okay. I've seen those t-shirts and I was like, that reference is lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see tomorrow's uncanny X meme. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I certainly hope that um, Storm is at Disneyland and she's saying, meet me at the monorail. <laughs> I, I can make that happen. <laughs> I, dude, it's you can make anything happen. <laughs> anything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm sure you sure. So, okay, regarding this uh, Screen X nonsense, trash. <laughs> okay, it's trash. It's like, hey, everybody, you thought it was Professor X, but now you get to see more of the chair that you already knew what it was. And guess what? It's the yellow chair we've all been talking about mm -hmm. since the trailer that Duke saw a month ago. Yeah. Really? The only, th the only thing is, is like, is he going to be the only one that's going to be in it? Because there's mad rumors of like a Wolverine being in there, but is it going to be Hugh Jackman? Because you know there's no news of a new Wolverine. 
Well, didn't you they know, a while ago say that they casted what's his name, uh, something Egerton, the, the guy from Kingsman, to be Wolverine? I, I don't know. I, there was rumors of Eddie, uh, well, not Eddie, but um, Radcliffe. What's his first yeah. name? Yeah. Oh God, Daniel, Harry Potter. Yeah, David Radcliffe. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel. Daniel Harry Radcliffe. Potter. There we go. We could just say Harry Potter. We got that. Harry <laughs> no. Potter. Oh, Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> he has a, he has a good height. He does. He does. But so does this Egerton guy. And you know he's pretty jacked, you know he's 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 pretty skilled. You know you saw him in Kingsman. Um, I I think he would I think he would do well. Um, I I did read something once where like somebody's like, why don't you get like um, like a Canadian native, right? Like somebody like you know Momoa would make would look more like what Wolverine would look like being a Canadian native. And I'm like, oh, that's true, huh? So. But why? Why couldn't they do that? Why couldn't they get you know it's more of a native native Canadian to play that part? You know, somebody who's short in stature, buff. You know, just you know ripping up trees all day long. You know, they're out there. One of them's got to be able to act. But you know, Marvel, yeah. unless it's Sony, bro. Like people are like, <laughs> oh, they should cast this guy to play this or this girl to play that. Marvel's done pretty good, and Kevin Foggy and Disney yeah. have done pretty well at hiring the best people to play the part. Yeah, unless it's Sony. If it was Sony making an excellent movie, I get it. Hey, say whoever you want to go play it, but Marvel <laughs> and, and Disney have been pretty good at casting certain people to play certain characters. Right. So I feel like the only movie that relied on "quote unquote" star power, actual Marvel movie. We're not talking Sony. We're talking an actual Marvel movie. The only one that relied on star power. Was the atrocity that is eternal? Yep, for sure. You know? dude. I think that the the formula of Marvel is let's take a really good actor mm -hmm. who hasn't had the success mm -hmm. and allow them to shine. Right. right. So I feel like Egerton could do it. Momoa, first of all, is like twice the height. Right. Of, I, I wouldn't yeah, want for that. sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. But yeah, I feel like Egerton is actually a smaller guy. Uh, he could do it. Wolverine's five three. I will accept five six, but no more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Five six. <laughs> yeah, everybody said that, and then Hugh Jackman at six two came. What's up, with all these? He's like, good night, mate. Hi, how you like? Hi, <laughs> throw a little shrimp on the body. Hi, <laughs> I could talk X Men theories all day long. What What do you got in actual stuff that <laughs> actual yeah. theories for Doctor Strange? Right. You know, there's so many. Uh, you know, here's my thing, which I think is really great, but concerns me about the Doctor Strange movie. Mm -hmm. Remember how there were so many set spoilers coming out for mm -hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home? Mm -hmm. And it was like, spoiler, boom, set picture, boom, this, boom, 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 that. There's none of that coming out for Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's been quite, but, kind of quiet, too. Yeah, But you know what they have now? They have that Skywalker humongous room where it's just like the back everything's like all green screen and they do all their acting like where they use it for the book of boba fett and they can just throw whatever background in they want and they make it look perfect so they may not be doing live location sets it would be easier to keep under wraps you know what i mean and that, no, that regardless of how bad that show was it looked pretty good right except for the bikes <laughs> yeah yeah the bikes were pretty bad <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that, that could be that could be a reason why it just concerns me that I feel like, you know, no set leaks mm -hmm. that just tells me like, 
maybe the people on set aren't as excited about the movie as the fans are. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they learned a little bit, something from Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> or maybe they maybe. actually understand NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could be it as well absolutely uh you hey, know did you, oh did you guys hear that tom cruise is not going to be in this now it's like they were like tom cruise is going to be in it as superior spider super you know iron man whatever and they're like oh he's going to be in it. he's going to be in it. he's going to be in it. and then now it's like maybe not no i i never wanted to see tom cruise in it yeah I know there's going to be one or two listeners out there are going to say like, oh, but the world loves Tom Cruise. Do they? No, I never wanted to see Tom Cruise in the movie. And I feel like it was just one of those things where it's like people take a very small speck of truth, which is Tom Cruise could have been Iron Man. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and they turn that into the into the rumor, which then becomes, oh, did you see that one scene that was all blurred out and we blew it up to 4k and when we blew it up to 4k it looked like a black woman with a flaming mohawk that's that's tom cruise yeah well you know a, a variant of iron man's gonna be in there because you see the variants of ultron bots so you know iron man's gonna be in there i mean they could just be ultron bots though you know i wouldn't mind seeing yeah, tom but, cruise walk in get shot yeah. then he's gone and then yeah. we move on right because I mean, you can't have, have the some... You can't have those bots without Iron Man there. Well, I mean, Ultron became Sinnet, you know, it was like because it could have been created by an alternate reality Iron Man right. came in and like that guy's already gone, you know. It could be it could be the same Ultron from what if. Mm -hmm. I I just think it's the the different variant of you know how Iron Man in that universe that didn't happen made the bots that can that were designed to help protect the world i think right. that's the iron man that's there yeah i think but there's also like three different versions of dr strange in there we got oh there are three you're right so the original yeah. one the defenders dr strange and then also like maybe the what if dr strange yeah yeah that's right uh oh four. dukes called us on a four <laughs> So you have Doctor Strange, you have uh, Strange Supreme, which is the sorcerer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, then you also have, did I say like the regular Doctor Strange? Yeah. And then, and then of course, you have Zombie Strange. Is in there yeah, 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 yeah. That's five, yeah. really. But then is the Supreme Doctor Strange still alive? Because you remember who's looking at the statue? Yeah, he's he's the one who, who told Doctor Strange that he's the one who was in the trailer. It's uh, Strange Supreme. Was With Doctor Strange walk? Yeah, that was him. And then they show a different Doctor Strange who has six oh, arms. Oh, you yeah, the third that's eye. Right, that's, right, that's right. Yeah, that looks like that's Zombie right. Strange. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then there's probably going to be two Wandas. Yes, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, definitely two Wandas. Theory, theory there is there's like a good Wanda and a bad Wanda. Oh, three actually, because there's a zombie Wanda. Oh yeah, good old zombie Wanda. Mm -hmm. So then, do, because of that, do we get? vision and white vision Ooh, Ooh. that would be that yeah. would be a possibility but those aren't actually from alternate universes or from the same universe right but they're still two and well he's he's tony stark technology yeah you're right he is that would be a good place for him to pop up i was thinking that uh america chavez who you know i can get to in a second she was actually part of the Young Avengers for a little bit. Reboot, mm. reboot, reboot, Young Avengers. <laughs> um, but uh, you also have 
Scarlet Witch's kids uh, who were also uh, yeah. Speed and Wiccan. There's a possibility since there's all these multiverses that they could come back. Um, yeah. So there's that because she wants her family back. That's the whole thing. Right. You know, she wants her family back. And, you know, I, I know we're talking Professor X and all this, but I feel like she could still set up the House of M alternative. Mm -hmm. She could bring the mutants in, in at the mm -hmm. end of this movie. Yeah. I think she's going to do that. How about America Chavez? I've actually picked up like her first and second issues because uh, I thought that she was an interesting character as far as like, okay, she's a Latina, but she's a very powerful character, very strong character. I like her. I'm very disappointed. Well, okay. I am very impressed by Disney and Marvel stance because in Saudi Arabia, they're saying that because... America Chavez mentions her mothers, mothers as in two uh, lesbian women who raised America Chavez, that they're banning the movie. 12 seconds of the movie and they're banning the movie. Disney and Marvel are saying, well, keep your money, which is fine. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I feel like America Chavez is a great character. I feel like she's being forced into this movie, but she's perfect for the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. um, what do you guys think? Wait, wait, wait. First of all, how did somebody get a hold of 12 seconds of the movie? How did they know this? I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. So we just got done talking about how there's no set pictures that got leaked. But these <laughs> fools managed to get 12 seconds of lesbian mom time. Can you forget that? Hey, what other stuff did you guys find out about other than that? that you know, <laughs> yeah. Give us some juice, man. Yeah. <laughs> Spill the beans. It's Disney, so at the most, you're going to have an arm around each other, maybe a pet goodbye. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be as bad as they, they, see, they, say, they say it's going to be, I don't think. Yeah. And I'm all for representation. You know, we always say, like, representation that's forced is bad, but mm -hmm. this is directly what the comic book is. For real. They didn't rechange the character to accommodate. Yeah. It's like in the past, comic book movies have received criticism because you want to make this character black or you want to make this character mm -hmm. Latina or whatever. Right. This is the character, bro. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is how she was written from inception. Mm -hmm. Let's run with it. Let's roll with it. Let's let America Chavez mm -hmm. be America Chavez. What's your power yeah. set? Power set plays perfectly like absolutely perfectly into this movie. So I'm going to mess it up, but I'm going to say this. And I mess it up because, of course, I'm not going to explain it correctly. But she can basically rip holes open or kick holes open into dimension A into dimension B. So she can create portals, for lack of a better phrase, between dimensions, as well as being able to fly, as well as being super strong, as well as being super invulnerable, which is generic. Uh, her ability to travel through universes and dimensions makes her perfect for this movie. Yeah. Does she does she have control over that, or does she need like Doctor Strange to guide her? No, I think she's got like you know pretty much control. That's I'm tough. sure in the movie, I'm thinking they'll probably you know have something where she doesn't have complete control. This is just my assumption. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is no, IMO. Makes all sense. The way. She's new. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I think eventually her power with Doctor Strange's ability will create, you know, she's able to help him get through all these different multiverses of madness, if you will. Hmm. <laughs> okay. You think Loki's going to pop up and... <sighs> You're going to see a portal open up behind and all of a sudden he's going, ah! And it's going to close. And Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. They have to, right? You would think they would I... have to because that's what... It started from that almost. Not even so much as No Way Home from Doctor Strange. I think it started at the end of Loki. Holy rabbits, dude. I had completely forgotten about Loki because it was trash. But mm -hmm. no, except except they brought in Kang. Yeah. Kang, Kang has a grip of variants. Now, granted, mm -hmm. Kang is traveling through time. But Kang is also going to be the big bad villain, if you will, okay. in Quantumania. I'm thinking they introduce Kang and a series yep. of his variants at the end of Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or a post-credit scene. Yeah, man. And the the wild thing is, I was I was reading something. It definitely I wasn't watching a TikTok because I only watch TikToks <laughs> that Alfonso sends me. Um, they were basically saying you want to go back and watch all of the What If cartoons yeah. mm -hmm. in order to be ready for this show, or excuse me, for this movie. We haven't even touched on that. Yeah, I rewatched them. I think when the, when the when I first when I seen the first Doctor Strange and they had like what you think is like um, evil Doctor Strange that got mm -hmm. stuck in the world. I had rewatched it, and there's also like people were saying that Captain Peggy is going to be one of the Illuminati's in there. Oh yeah, Peggy Carter. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as well as Black Bolt. I think his rumors too. I, I, dude, I wouldn't even watch. Went back to watching humans just in the event that they're gonna have, and that was brutal. Okay, but it was so still better do, than Eternals. If they do, is it gonna be that actor? I hope so. That is currently Captain Pike in uh, Star Trek Beyond, or it's not Beyond. It's Strange New World. The, the new one. Yeah, yeah, the new one that's just coming out. I don't think he can do both, but maybe he can have a cameo. I think that actor's so awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to be a cameo because I yeah. don't think they're going to do anything else with the humans because you got the mutants. But I, I think this movie has to introduce the X Men because this is the perfect way for them to introduce the X Men and the mutants. There's no other. I don't think they can come out with a different way, and they got to get it going. They can't wait for another movie to introduce the X Men. Right. Somehow, some way, that has to be in there. Right. It also has to let you know where Kane's going to be at. Those are the two things that I think is going to happen in this movie. Because if Kane's the next big villain that everyone's going to fight, mm -hmm. you have to establish him sooner than later. He's going to have his big Thanos moment where he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. But is he going to be any better than Thanos? I mean, when we all saw Thanos, we were like, man. Yeah. I'm not that fan. I'm not that much of a fan of Kane. Although I like the actor that's playing him. But yeah. And the comments, I didn't care too much for King. That's the great thing about the MCU, bro, is mm -hmm. you didn't like any of these characters. <laughs> for, for real, dude. Yep. Yeah. For real. I mean, we've talked 43 minutes about Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also read, like, James Gunn was close to having Darkhawk in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, that would have been sweet. Alan, you know I had mad Darkhawk comic books and that would be like why you keep picking it up because i love it that would have been awesome yes. yeah yes sir i almost wish they would never said it 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to know that, bro. You didn't put him in there, bro. Why you got to play with my feelings, smoking? Play with my emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to step back from everything you guys are saying. I feel like the X-Men being introduced in the MCU is going to be X-Men 97. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Not, I mean, not, no. Sorry, we got Prof X, dude. He's there. We know it. Yes, but but as you as you explain with that Screen X, Mm -hmm. it's the animated Professor X. Well, it may not. I mean, he looked live action, and I don't know. It was a shadow and a chair. Well, it is a cartoon version, but it's also a live version. It's a live action version. You will get a live version. I think to Alan's point. It's going to be a live version of the X-Men 97 that are going to be the X-Men of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. And what I think is they do that because they're making the new cartoon. I think the new cartoon is going to be the foundation to create a storyline for the mutants. Yeah. So then when it comes with the live version, they don't have to go backtrack or explain anything else. They could do it on the cartoon. So when they do come out with a the movie, they can just jump right into it. Do you guys remember how long ago Disney Plus put the X-Men icons on their on their service for your avatar? And like nobody was everybody's like, well, why? There's no oh, I guess they're bringing the X-Men cartoon over. But it's like they were like dropping hints, man. It was oh, so stoked. So stoked. Yeah, I feel like X-Men 97 is probably gonna play for about two or three years. And at the end of X-Men 97, which will then be X-Men 2000, which in my opinion will some way become X-Men 2025, they will be in the MCU. It's not going to be right away. What what I'm saying, Joe, is I feel like all the events that happen in X-Men 97, they're going to do time jumps and they're going to end up, whatever they're doing is going to end up where they're part of the MCU Mm -hmm. in the X-Men 97 universe. Uh... And then they'll launch x-men from the cartoon and it'll be like and to pick up or leave off where you saw them in the cartoon it's gonna tie directly into a live action movie i think so but do you think they're gonna do three years of x-men 97 i just threw that out as a number no Uh, no i know i'm just what i'm just saying do you think or is it just gonna be one year but to your point to your point though if you think about it from that standpoint are you going to have – you're still going to introduce, like, a new Avengers, right, um, mm-hmm. to, to fight Kang. So you're going to have to have, like, a new team to go against Kang. Right. And if he's the next baddie, I would think that they would have to include <laughs> all the Marvel characters that they got to fight Kang. Right. Otherwise, you're going to get the comparison, well, that's not the same as Thanos. You're not a big baddie if you can't have everyone in MCU <laughs> come and fight you. Only, You know what I mean? If you can't and clear I, the benches. <laughs> yeah. So I think to your point, if they do do it that way, it'll take two to three years, maybe I'll say two, just yeah. for them to finish up with Kang. And so when to your point, if X-Men 97 ends to, to 2000, then the next big the next big thing is they, they always want to do a Secret Wars, which would fit perfectly to introduce the X-Men and everybody else to have a Secret Wars. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all that just kind of crosses over. It, what makes me think that even more is they set up Multiverse of Madness in a series of cartoons. Right. Yeah. And so it it just makes sense that even though it doesn't appeal to, like, let's say, 
John Q mm-hmm. moviegoer, for us as comic yeah. book nerds, we're like, this is so perfect. It's like cartoon movie, then back to cartoon again. Mm-hmm. The cartoon ties back in all the movies. It might not even be that long because they're doing a lot of TV sh- TV series on Disney mm-hmm. yeah. that were that would be normally movies to set up things. Yeah, and right. so they can knock out so much more on that and have six to eight episodes, and it seems like they can do more. Like even though people complain about how slow it is, I think they're taking the time to develop the characters and move the story along so there you can get all that out of the way so then you can do a crossover a lot faster it's perfect if you think about it because we're getting good content but they're moving the mcu along faster than they ever could have by coming out yeah. with movies mm-hmm. even faster with cartoons i mean they, they cover oh, a yeah. lot in the what if right. so just imagine yeah. x-197 they're going to cover a lot yeah by the way, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, if you have not watched the What If series, what if, do it before mm-hmm. you watch Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I would. Do you guys think it's necessary to watch uh, WandaVision before? Because that's a lot of watching. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. You just, you mm-hmm. got, you can't miss out on it because it's going to be too much of an integral part of this movie. Yeah. You could do what I normally do and just Wikipedia that. I think I stopped. I wouldn't watch it. I think they were up to three episodes. I think I watched the first one. I'm like, man, screw this. I didn't watch I Love Lucy when it was I Love Lucy. I was like, I'm not going to do this, dude. And, you know, Alan's like, dude, you need to. It gets better. I'm like, yeah. man. Yeah, but the last time I said that was Agents of Shields. Agents of Shields. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? What do you think? You think it's going to live up to the hype and be good? Or is it going to be just okay? Well, I don't know. You think it's going to be better than yeah. Far From Home? Well, that's the thing. I, I was so afraid of Far From Home because I'm like, it's just got too much. They're not going to be able to do it. I was a doubt. Right. I, I was I was scared. And with this one, it's like, they've got too much. Are they going to be able to do it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're going to be able to do it. Uh, so. I think Far From Home was um, the second one. Oh, oh it's, no, it's way no Way Home. Home, yeah, home, home Run, Jack. What was the first yeah. one? I no. What was the first Homecoming. one? Homecoming. Home run, homecoming, home run, derby, coming far from home, homeboys um, in outer space. <laughs> there, there was also Milo and Otis go home, but that was a movie about a cat and a dog. Mm. Um, Homeward Bound, Home, home Alone, Range, yeah, <laughs> Home Alone too. I think I always get them all confused. I'm just like, I don't yeah. know. apparently I do because I totally just said you, you went I for it, Alfonso. You were like, yeah, far from home. <laughs> <laughs> too much is going on. I, I was like, was it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Tom Holland's third Spider-Man picture. <laughs> First of all, to answer Joe's Joe's question, it's going to be awesome. My only concern is when they bounce around from director to director, and now Sam Raimi Sam Raimi's going to be in it. Now he's not. I always feel like Sam Raimi is good, but he adds too much comedy and stuff and i don't want to see too much comedy in doctor strange this looks like a very serious movie uh but i think it's going to be great (laughs) let me throw this question at you guys and i'll let you you answer it first alfonso not what you want because we know you want to see rogue come out and step up behind captain marvel at the end of doctor strange but let me ask you what do you feel like the end credits or after credits are going to be for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and what's it going to set up? Well, 
I definitely think it's going to set. You're going to have two, right? You always have two. You're going to have the one that we just talked about with um, Kang. Kang's going to definitely be in it. TVA something. It's going to be Kang centric. The other one's got to be Gore. Gore's going to come in. Let's see who's the closest to a god there. Oh, the uh, Strange Supreme, right? I put my thumb across my throat, showing that he, he was killing him. I, you For can't those really... of you <laughs> watching it, not watching this live, but in fact watching it or listening to it on podcast, Alfonso did the thumb across the neck, which I just did again, once again, like a goofus, because you can't see it. We, we got to put in Drax, like, why, why would you rub your thumb across his neck? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it means I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, they can hear, all they can hear, is a sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so let me let me talk about you know your your, uh, your theory there, Alfonso, or what you think is going to go down with the after credits. I feel like Gore the God Butcher is going to be covered in the end of Moon Knight. I feel like that's going to be his introduction. Uh, so I don't see him being at the end of this movie. Yeah, but you gotta—he's got to butcher some gods, not just like one or two. You know, like it's like, hey, let's have him butcher God here, butcher God there, butcher God there. Boom, he's ready to go. Love it, yeah. But to, baby. but to Alan's <laughs> point, there's there's really no gods in Doctor Strange. So, Strange Supreme there's, is right there, man. He's killed so many yeah, deities. You know, a, he's not a god though. And then Moon Knight, you have gods in there. Yeah, that's that. That's why I'm saying like, there's all these Egyptian mm -hmm. gods, and he just comes mm -hmm. through, and he's like, you know what, y'all suck. Chop, <laughs> chop, 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 chop. <laughs> Butchered, but but to be fair, none. We don't have any gods. They're only aliens from other planets, <laughs> right? That's what except Thor is. For Moon, except for Moon Knight, but yeah. there's also a cameo. Like there's rumor of a cameo at the end of Moon Knight. Of what? At the end of Moon Knight. There's a cameo. Of what? of what? Nobody knows. There's going to be a special guest, like a cameo, <laughs> which they always do. It's going to be Captain America pulling up a chair. Well, let's like, hey! <laughs> Guess who's back? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Joe, what is your theory of what the end credit's going to be? I think it's going to, like, oh, I'm good with Alan. I think it's going to have to do with something with Kang. They're gonna they're gonna do something with King, and you know I wouldn't be surprised if they did something uh, X Men uh, ninety seven. If they did something with the X Men, I I think those two things is what I'm gonna be looking forward to. Hopefully, you know because they gotta set up King, and yeah. Loki didn't do a good enough job to set up King. You know it was like what a thirty minute discussion with King. Hey, you can either kill me or don't kill me, but that's on you. And it wasn't you know it's. To me, I, I, that didn't hype me up at all, and it didn't make me say, "Oh, he's a pretty, you know, he's a badass." I, I get that. Where they, you know, they showed Thanos, and Thanos had that little look, like, "Yeah, it's about to be on." I didn't get that from Kang. So, I mean, I'm looking, I'm hoping that they do something to set that up, because I think what the next movie is in July, right? It's it's Thor. I would think, right? Yeah. I think that's the next. I think that's the next one. Right. It's in July. I'm sure you're right, but I don't want to be the guy that says yes. And then I, in the comments, people are like, Deuce doesn't know anything. 
So. <laughs> we don't know anything. We just have opinions. We do, yeah. <laughs> you want facts? Go somewhere else. Go listen to <laughs> go listen to Geekscape. Okay, no. they got their facts yeah. down. They do research. Hey, sometimes we we're right and sometimes we uh, wrong. We're all about right. the speculation here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're like the average person talking. What if? The so, average uh, Joe. Yeah. So we're like, what if this and what if that? Sometimes we're right and sometimes we're wrong. Well, gentlemen, let me throw my in credits theory out at you. Hit it. I think uh, the in credits is going to tie into Quantumania. It's going to tie, tie into Kang because at this point they're doing a lot of multiverse traveling, a lot of universe traveling. And I feel at some point they're also going to cross over into time travel. And that brings in Kang. It leads into Quantum Mania. And I feel like that's going to be the next setup. That's what, I'm, that's what I think is going to happen. That's my theory. Everyone write it down. That's my theory. Ladies, gentlemen, and knights, if you enjoy this episode or any episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast, or even if you don't and you just want to torture your friends, if you love it, share the Nerd World Order broadcast with your friends. If you don't love it, share it with your enemies. But either way, uh, share this episode and maybe a few episodes of the Nerd World, or Nerd World Order broadcast with your friends, with your enemies. Just share it because it helps us to spread what we love to do, which is talk about, talk about all things nerdy. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds Redefined. Booyah!